Welcome back to The Rulebook. I'm your host, Alex Palmer, and I'm the queen of learning things the hard way so you don't have to. On this podcast, we're talking about the mistakes I made and the lessons I learned along the way to create the rules I now live by. On each episode, we're going to be discussing a new rule, how I created it, why it came about, and how you can apply it in your own life. So let's get into it. Welcome to The Rulebook. I was watching TikTok this week and I stumbled across a video of a CNN report and the guest was talking about something called the high heel effect. He was a professor from NYU sharing how lonely men are lately due to the increased standards of women. There was a New York Times article that recently came out. I don't know if you saw it or not, but it talked about how more women than men are actually homeowners. And you may or may not know this other fact, but more women than men are attending and graduating college. As you may recall, last week or a couple weeks ago, the CDC recently announced some disturbing statistics about teenage girls and how more and more of them are committing suicide are in, and are in crisis with their mental health due to social media, due to um, more instances of sexual harassment and bullying. Last week or two weeks before that, excuse my uh, time frame, in February, the CDC announced another report where it said that more men are now in crisis as well. But this is due to loneliness because women are not dating them. Okay, I don't know if the report said exactly that language on TikTok. They'd like you to think that that's what it said. But regardless, this got me thinking about what the fuck is a high heel effect. And when I went to Google it, Shocker, I couldn't find shit other than the fact that it says that high heels fuck up your feet, which facts on facts. But luckily, I'm a tall girly, so schlats. But it basically has to do with women wearing high heels to join the workforce, go to college and support themselves and in so doing, raise their standards. And more and more women who have graduated college are a lot less likely to date men who haven't. And I'm not saying that they should or that they shouldn't. I'm saying rule number 16, keep your heels and your standards high, whether you're a girl or a guy. It feels like we're hearing a discourse on how women's standards are the problem. Yes, the media so often tries to tell us this, but why don't we think about it this way? Why don't we encourage men to raise their standards? I mean, I personally believe that Leonardo DiCaprio can find an age-appropriate woman to date and love him, even if he himself doesn't feel worthy of it. But all jokes aside, it kind of sucks that someone like him is a role model. And maybe that's part of the problem. If you're not chronically online, you might have missed the drama over Matt Reif's recent appearance on a podcast. I forgot which one. I don't know. One of these very popular ones. Matt Reif is a comedian and he's known for being totally hilarious, but also very much a pretty boy. One of the hosts asked Matt Reif, what does he look for in a woman? And his immediate response was big fake boobs, but with absolutely no scarring, of course. I roll, but. Okay, interesting. And then things continue to go south, literally, when Matt said that he, well, he admitted that he doesn't actually like the look of a woman's vagina. I'm sorry. I, there's no other way to say it, okay? <laughs> do I think that Matt Reif should raise his standards? Absolutely, I do. Because when your standards are pure, purely physical and impossible, okay, because... Plastic surgery does leave scarring, Matt, just so you know. Then I think it shows. It really shows that your priorities 
are totally not in line and they're also impossible. So you're setting yourself up for disappointment anyway. And you probably have a lot of major growing to, to do and go through. If the female form makes you sick, I think you should also probably look into body acceptance or whatever that means for you because so often what we project onto others is how we really feel about ourselves. But what the fuck do I know? But anyway, I don't know Matt. I don't know Leo whatever but I can imagine that despite their success and good looks deep down they must be pretty fucking lonely if this is how they behave or how they think about women because in the end misogyny does lead to loneliness I don't care what the fuck you say just wait (laughs) but it's funny that I say that right as a woman because women are so often on the other side of that remark aren't we but if you're alone by choice. Is it really considered loneliness? I don't know. Don't get me started on Andrew Tate either because didn't his bullshit land his ass in jail? So I still don't understand why there's men who like or support him because what has Andrew Tate done for you other than show you what not to do and how not to treat women? I did a video this week on my TikTok about the five types of people that you should never date. And one of them was girl who's obsessed with their ex. Fair. But she mentions in the video, oh, my ex was a Scorpio. And one of the commenters wrote, the minute she mentioned astrology, I would have walked out, which was not the point of like my character. Her detriment was the fact that she was obsessed with her ex, not the fact that she was bringing up astrology. But this male commenter thought, oh, that was enough. Like, that's all I needed. And I thought that was really funny that he was so offended by her bringing up astrology. And I was the more I thought about it, the more I was like, well, why don't you bring that energy when people are actually offensive, when they are talking about misogyny, when they're talking about horrible things? Because if you go out in public on any given Tuesday, I will hear people discussing way more offensive shit than astrology, honey openly and loudly for everyone to hear. But the commenter, I ended up replying saying, well, I think astrology is funny and it's entertaining. And side note, it's a great icebreaker. And he wrote back, yeah, I really don't care about that. The fact that you can deduce anything using astrology means you're stupid. Or what he wrote some stupid shit, something, excuse me, something along those lines. And I was just like, you know, to each his own. Like if that's your deal breaker, that's your deal breaker. But it's an awfully funny deal breaker, isn't it? When there's so many worse, more offensive things. But here's the, here's the point I'm trying to make. Astrology is typically seen as a female interest because so often you hear women talking about their birth charts or whatever, bringing it up on dates. So I'm not surprised that his immediate reaction was like, ew, gross, astrology. Oh my God, girl topic, disgusting. Let me get the fuck out of here. And it's, it's because so often female interests are dismissed as stupid, frivolous, or not worthy of, of anybody's time. And I think it's so unfair and it's sexist. Um, and the next time I make a video about types of people you shouldn't date, I'm going to include the person who is offended by astrology because it's really not that deep. Women have been told to go do better if we want better. And some of us have. And in doing so, what we want for ourselves has changed. Okay, you try saying that three times fast. Maybe there's college educated women whose only wish in life is to get a guy with a six-pack, although I freaking doubt it. How many books are sold telling women what kind of games they need to play to get the guy they really want? Or how to pick the right guy because it's always our fault for picking the wrong guy? The answer is a shit ton. 
because it's not that women hate men. We don't. We're out here looking for the good ones. We really are. Truly. We don't like the men who don't like us. And can you freaking blame us? And in conclusion, (laughs) I'm ending this like an essay, but in conclusion, I want to say that this is not a man-hating podcast. This is not a man-hating episode. I do not... I really do not try to create hateful content ever. Um, And I always try to create content that is inclusive for both men and women. And I do hope that if you're a guy, you've made it through this entire episode. The rules are always only meant to help. I hope that this episode makes you think about who you're choosing to emulate, whether it's Andrew Tate, Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Reif. And I'm not saying that people can't redeem themselves. I do believe that they can a lot of work lies ahead for all of them maybe you know andrew more than the others but if you cannot find a male role model to emulate i hope that you become him i'm pretty damn sure you won't be lonely then but it's not a joke and thank you guys so much for listening to the rule book why can't we all just get along i'm just kidding well not really Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Again, I'm your host, Alex Palmer. Please come back. Please subscribe to this podcast if you liked it. Comment below what you did or didn't like. And come back every Monday for more. And you can follow me on all social media channels at Series Actress. Bye, guys. 